The other day, I started typing in a few keywords for my Google search. Before I could get my thought across, the following questions came up. What should I do when I hate my job? What do I need to do if I hate my job? When do you know if you hate your job? Wow, that concerned me. And thus, we have an episode to talk about it. I just started a new job and I hate it. Episode 71. Join me. Welcome to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell, and we're rolling right in to episode 71. I just started a new job and I hate it. Change is difficult for most people. You'll need time to adjust to your new settings and to your new environment. But what if your new position isn't what you expected? Maybe you don't feel that you're a good fit. What should you do? I'd suggest evaluating what is and isn't working to find out why are you so unhappy. It's no secret that a new job can cause increased levels of stress and anxiety, and that can come from fear of or lack of the unknown. You're in a new position and with a new company. You've got to get acquainted with team members and the processes. If the role you signed up for and your new position's responsibilities differ significantly from what you expected, you could speak to your manager about that. If you choose this route, it's always great to come in humble and appreciative rather than barging in and barking out complaints. If you do the latter, you'll likely get caught up in an emotional takeover and not be able to speak logically about factual information. Also, once the emotional takeover happens, it's really hard to course correct. You might say something you regret. Besides, your new manager may offer some solutions to you, but you won't be in the proper mindset to understand them, process them, and potentially select alternatives. When you do approach your new manager, bring potential solutions with you, perhaps training, maybe different team members because you have a conflict with one of them, or explain how your position doesn't align with what you applied to and were hired for. Unless you're wealthy, you can't just pull the cord just yet. You need at least one backup plan in place. I always recommend keeping your resume up to date as well. If you're a regular listener, you know this because I have my resume masterclass. Not only can you create your first resume with minimal to no confusion, stress, or anxiety, but you can also update it as well as totally redesign it. And this is really helpful if you've been in the workforce for quite some time and you're not sure what stays and what goes on your resume. Resumes need to be incredibly short one or two pages, you've got to have the right content on that resume to grab someone's attention. So, if you don't know where your resume is, you're not sure the last time you updated it, you should take a look at craigansell.com and check out our resume masterclass. It now comes with a new bonus, our all-new cover letter masterclass. 
and you can find out more at my website. You may not know the next time you're going to need a cover letter, but when you do, you'll be covered. So as far as contemplating jumping ship, make sure you keep up with your network as well. Many jobs can be found through your existing network. As with any good action plan, you need to set timelines too. If you agree to stay with your current company, maybe you elected to find a mentor. For more information on mentors, go back to episode 70. Now, in this particular case, I'd recommend your mentor come from within your company. That way, you can get to know the culture better and the processes that you need to perform. If you're willing to stick out your growing pains even longer, you may need to pursue professional development. The good news. With so much access to online courses and classes, you can pick and choose from dozens of options. Also, many are low-cost or even free. You'll get the education, which is your desired target, but you may not get a certificate of course completion. As a potential last step, you can approach your previous position, assuming you left on good terms, and go back to them requesting work. It's possible that your prior position has been filled, but it's also potential that you left on good terms. They may be able to circulate your resume within the company and find you an alternate position. I know of that particular case in at least one situation. The old saying, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, may apply here. I've heard stories just like that, and just like today's title. I just started a new job and I hate it. And I've heard that more than once. When considering a change in jobs, it's really important to do your research first. If you're on the fence and contemplating a new job or a job change, even within your company, make sure to evaluate the new position and their culture thoroughly. Years ago, I suddenly found myself unemployed and didn't know where to turn. I didn't know who I could trust in the job market and what advice to follow and what advice to ignore. It seemed the more you paid for advice and support, the better your outcome was supposed to be. I overcame through diligent self-study, research, and perseverance. However, I don't want you to go through that same emotional roller coaster that I did. We have a lot of free resources as well at our site, craigansell.com. Earlier, I talked about a couple items that could cause you to hate your job, such as conflicts with peers or coworkers, and potentially being hired into something that wasn't aligned with your job role or job responsibilities. But one of the other questions I mentioned in the intro when doing my Google search that came up, when do you know you hate your job? That sounds like an odd question, but it really comes down to time frame. It can be difficult to handle and support change. That can cause us some fear, stress, and anxiety, and it's somewhat natural, depending on the situation, and how abrupt and how significant your changes from your last job into your new job. But back to that time frame, when do you know you hate your job? Hopefully not on the first day. Otherwise, when you interviewed, you probably should have asked more questions or turned the job offer down. 
you might say, well, it's only the first 30, 60, or 90 days. I'm going to give this job some more time and give it another chance. But if you can't pinpoint exactly what's wrong, causing you to question, do I hate this job? That might be cause for concern. So sit down and document the items, or rather the areas, that cause you concern. Does it have to do with your job description, the tasks that you perform? Is it the work environment? And that environment, is it related to your coworkers, peers, cubicle mates? Or is it something different and potentially the manager that you report to? Do you two have some type of conflict or you don't see eye to eye? If it's that last case, it can be a lot more difficult to course correct because trying to explain to someone that's been in the position that even hired you in and you now report to that you have a conflict with them, that truly can be challenging. And each case has to be handled uniquely and again with humility and appreciation for being in that new role. But ultimately, if you find out that you're just not a good fit for that role, you need to come up with action plans. And as I said, those action plans have to have due dates. You want to hold yourself accountable so that if you choose to take a next step, you're ready and you have a time frame to complete it in. Talking about next steps, I want to thank a current Resume Masterclass student, for allowing me to share some of the challenges he faced on his journey. Over time, he became unhappy with the current role that he was in. And he started sending out resumes to multiple positions. Unfortunately, his resume was a single generic resume, and so was his cover letter. All that he did change in the cover letter was who he addressed it to, there was very little that was done to the body of the cover letter to personalize it. Regarding the resume, you don't want to have a generic or canned resume. It should truly be focused and targeted on each job application that you apply for. In today's day and age, with online software resume scanning systems called Applicant Tracking Systems, or ATS. They search for keywords in your resume, and they qualify you by putting you down based on the hit rate that they come up with for keywords. It's basically a way to compare you to the job posting to see how good a fit you may be. The higher probability of alignment would put you closer to the top of the pile. After that, your resume goes in front of a human. It needs to be eye-catching and not an eyesore. It needs to have adequate white space and great formatting. From there, the content's got to stand out. It's got to show your value. Unfortunately, for this Resume Masterclass student, he had submitted his generic or canned resume to close to a dozen positions. He got little to no feedback and little to no interview activity. 
I thank him for allowing me to share because when I talk about taking action and holding yourself accountable, that's a great thing to do. However, your actions need to have a quality mindset and a quality plan in place. Just doing something for the sake of doing it is not going to net any value. And if you truly are interested in applying for a role, trying to beat out the competition, and winning that interview, you have to take the extra time to personalize your resume for that position you're applying for. In my resume masterclass, I call it targeting a job. And you need to do that in my suggestion for each and every job you apply for. You may not need to go back to square one on your resume and start with a blank sheet of paper, Depending on the roles that you're applying for, if they're similar, you can use a majority of your resume repeatedly, but it's very critical to customize various sections so that the recruiter or the hiring manager almost feels like you're talking to them so that your resume tells a story. They can almost envision you applying for and becoming a team member. They want to put you in the yes box for the next step, the interview. So when considering a next step, if you truly hate your job, you've talked to your manager as we discussed earlier, and there doesn't seem to be any corrective end in sight. Think about other opportunities, going back to your prior place of employment, talking to people in your network, but also keeping up with your resume and customizing it for each targeted job opportunity. I hope today's episode has given you some food for thought. And if you're truly in a position that you dislike or hate, we're here for you if you need support. I'm available through social media at Craig Ansell for LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And you could reach out to me directly through email, craig at craigansell.com. Remember, you don't have to go through your career growth journey alone. We're here to help. Peace.